This is a presentation of Blue by 90. Find us on Twitter at Blue by 90 and shop the merchandise at Blue by 90 shop.com. All right. Welcome back to Blue by 90. I'm Justin, joined by Jack and Caitlin as always. It is Sunday, September 4th, day after the Michigan Sunday. Game. What? Victory Sunday. Victory Sunday, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, it's it was a great day yesterday. I have the worst hand line in the history of all tan lines. I was gonna say, you, take that hat off, show the people where you're you are on. Please go to our YouTube if you're listening to this. It get is real close, so bad. Oh, yeah, get a little bit closer. <laughs> it's pretty I, weird. Had a, I had a, a backwards hat on all day yesterday, and so now I just have a white strip uh, on the, the middle of my forehead, and everything else is crispy red to me. <laughs> it's a good look. Some people pay for that. <laughs> sure, you got it for free. <laughs> yeah, this is. It literally looks like like people that get like uh like a fake tan and they like you know screwed it up or something. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I like. It. I think it looks incredible. It's it's so bad. I don't like. You guys didn't go in yesterday, correct? But even just uh, at the tailgate, so it was hot. so hot. Yeah, but at least we had some shade in a little bit. I guess I didn't really think about that at the game. It's just wide open bowl for you to get fried yeah it, at the game once we got into the stadium like mid third quarter oh my god there's like you know photos going around of like empty stadium in the fourth quarter a it was 44 to nothing b it was a thousand degrees and i was just dripping sweat like the swamp ass was brutal <laughs> so brutal Jeez. hope you're but, wearing shorts yeah. Plus those metal seats, right? Don't help either. Right. Oh my god, nothing helped. It's just like you're just and you're just like packed in. So you're just like this, like next to somebody. It felt terrible. Um, but I mean, all in all, great day. Great day. The tailgate was elite. I'll say that for sure. Yeah, tailgate was great. We we gotta tailgate figure out great. what we're doing. Uh we got we we might have to do a, a dual tailgate like we talked about. Like maybe beginning in the parking lot and then finishing at the, at the turf spot. We'll figure yeah. it out. But yeah, next week will be uh, the lot will the big lot will officially open at three p.m. for an eight p.m. game. Um, so we'll be there for for quite some time. I'm, that that'll be plenty, I'm sure, for us. That's probably a good point. Yeah, we don't need to get out there any earlier than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but we'll try and figure out something with a, like a, a live show and stuff, and what the timing of that is. With the like, I would love to like even stream some of the earlier games, honestly, like while we're out there or something. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, if you know our, our host brought the mics and stuff, you know, it'd be, it'd be a nice thing. We'd probably get that done. Yeah, for sure. Some, some people out there just come up, come in unprepared, showing up late, unprepared. It's shocking. Hey, I, I will say the tailgate spot was very cool. Because you could see everyone kind of going into the stadium, it was yeah. very—I uh, yeah, don't know—the yeah. flow of just people walking by. If we could get the mic out and just like start talking to people walking by, sing "Pump It Up," sing "Mr. Brightside," you know, get some crowd work going. I've—I've uh, I've never been on Hoover because we've always been like either at the golf course or uh, in the blue lot, like in Chrysler. So I've never been there. It's just astounding how many people. Like, I know there's obviously over a hundred thousand people in the stadium, but like, when you see for thirty straight minutes, like, just 
that many people coming by. It's pretty insane how many people that is. Dude, I'd say it was probably longer than 30 minutes. I think it was like an hour's worth of people just walking by. It's like probably from like 11 a.m. to afternoon, right? And it's just like the whole street is just full of students and fans coming through. And the band walks right by our tailgate, which was really cool as well. Yeah. Um, I set that up. So that was, you know, they wouldn't have done that. (laughs) Yeah. Big bang guy. Yeah. That was very nice of them to do that for our tailgate solely. And but yeah, it was it was awesome. That the I mean, the the food was phenomenal. Slow's barbecue is just top notch. It is top notch. Like I, I know that we we have you know Ricewood and some other places too, but uh, Slow's is is still at the top in my opinion. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. It was a great test run for this for the tailgate. Mm-hmm. Great first run. I think we're gonna step it up a notch next week and for the rest of the year now. So. Um, we'll have – I think the one thing that people asked us a ton about was, like, merch. And so that's the plan is to have some merch out there. We want to yeah, see we'll people rep our stuff. So, um, all right, let's talk about this game. Kind of a boring game, let's be honest. I mean, it was just like Michigan's too good, really. I mean, Michigan's too good. I mean, we can go a couple different routes with why it was boring. But um, I, I, Michigan looked good. Defense looked good. Um, it was fun when JJ was in there. Uh, I feel bad for Cade, honestly. You know, I think uh, just on top of him having the pressure to kind of keep his job, uh, I'm sure that played a factor into his play for that day. Because I mean, we, we've never seen Cade play like that before. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, Roman Wilson long touchdown. I'm happy with that. JJ's certified playmaker. Uh, I think he's kind of got the job locked up unless he just fumbles the bag against Hawaii. Yeah, I I actually thought like I there was a lot to see because I had so many like unanswered questions and so many people played. I was like, oh okay, like I forgot that guy was on the team, but there he is, you know. That but kind dude, of stuff. on defense, especially for me, I'm like, okay, who's that? I'm like, all right, Chloe Mullings, he's he's a linebacker. He's out there. Um Derek Moore, freshman defensive end. That transfer from uh, Yobi and Bama, but Bama, then UT Martin, yeah, UT Martin, and then and then Michigan. I mean, he had an awesome, awesome sack. I think one of the first first drives. Can we can we talk about that real quick? How I I would love to know if there's anybody in like the history of college football that is just like transferred in and then played three weeks later. Like that is really wild, dude. To, I mean, insane. I know that like DN, like you're obviously most of the time just bull rushing, right? So it's not like you have to like learn the defense, but to just get in gel and like that's pretty incredible. Also, Braden McGregor, dude, I thought he looked real good out there. Yeah, he's gonna be the next guy, dude. You want to hear something funny about Braden McGregor? Lowest PFF grade of yesterday. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really. Like just on the team or what? Of the guys who played defense yesterday at Michigan, lowest okay. PFF grade. Are you looking at Clayton's tweet? I'm just looking at the PFF stats. Oh, um, okay. I like I know that we love our PFF guys, um, and they've come on our pod. I don't understand the grading system. Like, how do they know what 
their responsibility is on each play. They're not in the they're not the D coordinator. You know what I mean? I like it when right. it works towards our narrative, but when it yeah. goes against our narrative, I really don't like. A hundred percent. That is how PFF grades go. That yeah, is they don't know what they're talking about. That's what I'll know. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, I think one narrative to come away from yesterday with is like, I know it's Colorado State, but is our defense going to be way better than people thought? Because people thought it would they would take a big step back, right? I mean, I think it. Uh... We, I think I do think we still don't really know yet. Little, it'll it remains to be seen. I mean, Michigan's got a pretty cake schedule until Michigan State, right? Yeah, I mean Iowa is going to be the, uh, but Iowa's they Iowa were down five. It was the weirdest game of all time. It was such an Iowa football game. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch much football yesterday. To be honest, they uh, won seven to three. It was, I believe, it was five to three at one point. So how did they score? Safety and they had two safeties. <laughs> they didn't score a touchdown against South Dakota State. Field goal in the first quarter, safety in the third quarter, safety in the fourth quarter, and one seven to three. So Iowa is, is exactly uh, Jackrabbits. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll give uh, Lingle give Lingle a shout out there. They're exactly the same team they were last year. They have no offense and really good defense. Yeah. Not not too good. Michigan scored what forty two against them in the the Big Ten championship game. Well, they're they're a great Big Ten West team. Just a great Big incredible Big Ten West team. (laughs) Maybe one of the best of all time. Honestly. Um. Anyways, yeah, I I I think the defense is. It'll be interesting with the defense to see, like, you know, maybe gets that. We won't know against Iowa because that's like the worst offensive team in the Big Ten too. So. Uh, Maryland, maybe. I mean, with little Tua, uh, I think that could be like the first test. So we'll see. But, you know, I think everyone wants to talk about the QB battle, obviously, right? Like that's the big thing on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I, I think to your point, Jack, like I feel bad for Cade too. Like if Kate, it was, first of all, just when JJ even walks onto the field, the crowd goes nuts. Right. So it's like so hard for the public enemy number one. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I feel bad for Cade because of that alone. But then, like, I don't know. We said it with Jim, like, beforehand. How Jim did this is it put an immense amount of pressure on both these guys. And I think, especially on Cade in in game one. So, um, but like honestly, I, I think it put all of the pressure on Kate. I don't think it put any pressure on JJ. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like finally I get an opportunity for a full game to show people what I can do. And he's like I mean, just him being a playmaker will will make the fans wanna have him regardless of what happens, you know? Unless he throws like five picks and fumbles ten times. Yeah. You're right. That's gonna be the big thing against Hawaii is watching JJ get some more reps like throwing the ball. Right. So, and that's one thing, even when he was in, in the second half, like I think there was a drive where the first four plays were pass plays. Like, right. We, he was four for four, but but he didn't throw anything past like 10 yards. Yeah. They were, he was the same check downs that Cade was doing, which right. was like, that, yeah, that's the thing. Cade didn't throw anything very far either. So it's like, okay. Oh. So Jack and I were talking before you hopped on, Kalen, and I was just like, I don't know, man. I know it's obviously the the play calling, but at some point, if you're Cade, don't you just like take a shot, even if it's not fully there? Hundred percent. You got to show it off. Yeah. 
Yeah, gotta let it fly, man. Otherwise, how are you know what what else are they really looking for? You know, in in a, in a quarterback, we know you can hand the ball off. You know, it was right. just like every time, and I know like JJ did do this too. So I I think people are are like missing that a little bit because it's not like JJ threw a sixty yard bomb. You know, like, but what he did do is extended plays with his legs. Yeah, I mean, he had a what twenty something yard yard rushing touchdown. Score. That was a zone read, though. That wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't even a scramble. It was just, which is like, but still, like, Cade's not doing that, right? right yeah, you know? and uh, you know, he's just so dangerous with his legs, and the fact that Michigan scored two touchdowns on both of what was it? I think Cade or JJ was two for two in the red zone with touchdowns, and Cade mm-hmm. I think had field goals in both his drives. You know, I mean, that's another thing, right? Got to be able to finish. Yeah, one thing I honestly didn't think about until it actually started to happen was, for some reason, I assumed that Cade would play the entire game yesterday, and then JJ would play the entire game versus Hawaii. But they like were like, "All right, like you had a few drives, JJ, go in there." So it, it we're going to see like, more Cade as well, right? It, well, I hope so. I assume it, so. To, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, right. um, but it sounded like in the in the post game comments that Cade had that he was, like, surprised that, that J.J. got in, too. He thought it was just going to be like, hey, here's your game. You know, you do that. So, right. I don't know. I wonder what was going on behind the scenes with that. Um, it, to be honest, Cade sounded a little, like, salty in the in the postgame press. He did. Yeah, man. I mean, understandably, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, I think I mean, there, was a, there was a good yeah. quote that came out, I think uh, – before last year or two years ago, where Harbaugh said something about, like, nobody owns this position. It's a lease. Like, you know, this isn't your your job or whatever it was. I know I'm butchering the quote, but, um, I mean, he's definitely – Jim's definitely treating it that way. I mean, he's, he's a man of his word as far as that goes. Yeah, you- I, feel, I feel bad for Kate, man. I, it's, I, and I don't want to start any rumors or anything, but, like, I feel like let's say J.J. does get a starting job and Kate's already been visibly pretty annoyed about – uh, what's happening? Yeah, transfers out. I mean, in the middle of the season, He's I think captain. that's what everyone's worried about, right? Like that's probably what, that's probably what Jim is worried about most is like I mean, keeping his guys in the locker room. I mean, I'll be honest. If I was in his shoes, see ya. I'd, I'd probably transfer out. I would understand it. Um, yeah, yeah I get it. Like I wouldn't, you know. He isn't he's really. Be, He's not going to be able to get to the NFL being a backup. You know? He is in a really interesting position at Michigan where even if he doesn't start, he'll get way more reps as a backup than he would just like, you know, transferring and sitting out for a year. Right. That's a good point. Like, I I think entering the portal midway through the year doesn't benefit guys at all. You know, yeah, except then you're still you like go check out other schools. But then you're still in this awkward situation, right? Where you're just like, it's bad vibes. Like you're, you don't want to be there because yeah. of whatever reason. And I'm not saying Kate doesn't, but I'm saying if I was in that situation, that's how I would feel. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to be here. Like I feel like they fucked me it's over. It's like you're in a bad job or something, you know? And you're yeah, just like, it's just toxic, you know? I mean, it's uh, tough. It's also tough. Like, what if, what if JJ becomes the starter and then they like win a national title, right? And then, like, what do you say if you're Cade? Well, if I was in, then what? You you also would have won a natty? Like, we already did that. So you still We're get a let's, ring. Let's, let's not even say natty. Like, let's say Big Ten title. Let's say they repeat right. with JJ. Cade can still be like, I just did that. <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. 
So I don't know. It's it's a very unique and weird like situation that they're both in. A hundred percent. Yeah. What do you What do you guys think about like our our good friend uh, Don Thomas put out that uh, he doesn't like how Jim has handled this? Do you guys agree with that or disagree with that? I mean, I think Don's going to say anything <laughs> like back up whatever's going on with Cade. Um, and, and if Cade had a great game, I'm sure he'd be like, yeah, you know, I, I wish it was handled differently. But, like, this was great for people to see that Cade right. is a quarterback. You know, I mean, Don's <laughs> going to spend anything he can to put it, his own narrative in no. the best possible shape. No. Um, and, and, again, love Don and respect the fact that he's that he is just, you know, He's holding on for your life to, to, the, to you know what's going on. That man here. is loyal. Oh God, he is loyal to a fault, man. But uh, yeah, that guy's in shambles right now. Yeah, I I just like I don't know I I I'll tell you this right now I would not want to be the guy that I would not want to be like in the QB room on Monday. Shout out. Our guy Davis Warren, and as QB three, I cannot imagine like sitting the the tension that's got to be happening while they're doing like film breakdown tomorrow is like oh, oh god. god, Davis is just sitting here like oh god fuck <laughs> he walks in he's like what's up JJ what's up Kane and everyone's just like nobody's fucking talking nobody's <laughs> yeah. talking. can we talk up. about RG 3s comment about Alex Orgy. That was incredible. I'm glad somebody said it, man. Oh my god. I it was perfect. I hope that's like a thing for the rest of the year. It's an orgy in the end zone. I'll have to I will have to rewatch the game uh before before next week. And uh because I I didn't really hear too much commentary just because where we were watching when we were watching it we didn't really yeah. have the volume up too high. Um, but maybe we do that. Maybe that, we make that a midweek thing. We rewatch the previous game and um, let's get a second look at everything. I think, uh, I mean, we obviously need it's an orgy in the end zone t shirt. I think that's <laughs> that'd be incredible. Incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, like, okay, let's go back to the offense too. Um, to be honest, I didn't think like. Did you think the running backs were super explosive or, you know, I thought I, I guess there were times when Blake like made some good moves and, and had and broke some for a few yards, but I don't know. I just thought I would see more out of that. From what I did watch, I mean, I didn't, I didn't dislike or, uh, you know, anything. I, what I really did like is man, dude, I don't know what it is about Donovan Edwards, but when he runs the ball, like he, like, I don't know, man. He's just like a wrecking ball. Like, I feel like he has to be and, – and no disrespect to Blake. I mean, he's one of the best running backs in the country. I just think Donovan might be better. Like, I think Dono has to be RB1, dude. But I I will say this. He needs to be on the field. I think Dono yeah. needs to be on the field, like, majority of the time. I, I'll say this, though. When Blake is in, he's just so shifty. And, like, he just plants and makes one move, and it's, like, gone. You know, or at least same way. I know, I know, but Donald's just not quite as like, dude. Blake is unlike any other running back I've ever seen, where he like literally just gets as low to the ground as possible, and like it looks like he's about to fall on his face, and then he just keeps, keeps like, going. Yeah, it's incredible. Right, he's he just like got this. He did do a hurdle. Yeah, you're right. He did. That was he got up. 
That was not like the guy was diving and he just like the guy was standing straight up and he just jumped over him. Bounced over him. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. That was that was awesome. I I would agree with your take, Kalen, on both sides of the ball. I think definitely on offense. And I think this is a good thing for Michigan. There are so many people going in and out on every play. Like the number of packages that they have with like you bring the tight ends out, then you bring more wide receivers out. And then like, uh, you know, you have two running backs going in and out all the time. And it's like, it would be a nightmare to be the linebacker. That's like calling the defense according to who's on the field. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm like, pretty sure every tight end played. <laughs> every tight end played and not like in just garbage time. It was like, they, they rotated, like, everyone in. Max Bredesen, our guy who was just – he's Davis's roommate, he was in. And he's a freshman tight end. I'm like, how are these guys getting reps? I don't understand. <laughs> is he is he not a freshman? Am I wrong? I think, so. I think he's been on the team for a year or two. Okay. I, I just kind of think – well, maybe – Younger he's guy. Younger guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, either way, I don't know. There's just, like – it's hard to – Maybe, you know, some people, I think you could argue that it's like a bad thing sometimes when you have like so many weapons or so much going on. Um, but I think that they use it pretty well. Um, and you just don't know who's going to hit you. You know, like you have no idea who's going to who's going to be lining up across you. Yeah. Well, Although I don't feel like I saw any like. I, well, I guess it's just because they didn't really take any deep shots. So. Hopefully they start doing that a little more. See some more wide receivers getting open downfield. Yeah, I assume we'll see a lot more of that next week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's this is kind of insane. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fifteen people had at least a catch. That's insane. Fifteen people yesterday had a catch. Wow. I mean, the top person, there were three people, uh, Roman, CJ, and Loveland all had two catches. Yeah, I was going to say, they couldn't have had more than more than two. Right. That's it. So, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Some people would argue that, like, uh, how do you recruit wide receivers or tight ends to come when you're going to get one catch a game, you know? I mean, first four games of the season, I'd – can't even really count it because they're like they're basically preseason games for Michigan. Yeah, um, I get your point. Like if that happens later in the season, you know maybe that's a that's a concern. But I don't know. Spread the wealth early on. You know, really test guys out in game time, and I'm sure as the, as the season goes on, you'll see somebody kind of really just become that guy, and they'll have like a main four or five guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think there there were some drops had by the wide receivers too that I was not expecting. Even Ronnie had had one that was like literally right in his hands too. Yeah, there were three drops. CJ had a couple, I think, right? Yeah, CJ had one for sure. One of them was thrown behind him. Could should have been a touchdown. Yeah, saw that. <clears throat> yeah, we had two hundred two hundred passing yards, two thirty four rushing yards. Um. <clears throat> I, I think one thing that we really struggle with um, that was pretty frustrating, honestly, to watch um, was third downs. We're three for 10 on third down. Like that was, 
that that can't happen against Colorado State, you know. Yeah, it's not a great look. Yeah, well, early in the season, you know, you see some of those early season issues. I'd rather work them out against Colorado State than than be Ohio State playing Notre Dame. Yeah, dude, they should have lost too. If if Notre Dame could have scored like one touchdown, at you know, and made it a or whatever game, um, yeah, that would have been a lot better. Uh, Notre Dame didn't score the entire second half. Like, come on, man. And they were playing really well on defense against, you know, arguably the top offense in the country. country. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was if I was the OC at Notre Dame, I would uh, I'd be walking with my tail between my legs into uh, into that, especially because Ohio State's defense is supposed to be not that good. I don't know, dude. That number uh, 51, Mike Hall, Michael Hall Jr., yeah. whatever, he looked like a monster in that game. <laughs> Their like, defense has to be better. But, all right, yeah. fellas. I think I got to wrap it up. First all right. Birthday today. So, uh, all right. Happy birthday, Heather. Yeah, happy birthday, Heather. What do we think? Maybe Tuesday we do a live stream of the game if we can find a recording of it and rewatch it and do a little bit more pod talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Um, yeah, we'll get some more content out for you guys here uh, soon. I'm excited. Um, it's like, I mean, we're we're like full go with football season. You know, it's, I love it. It is like it sprung on us, and I I'm so happy for it. There's just games all the time. LSU, Florida State tonight as well. Um, and Sunday. Yeah, Labor Day weekend, baby. Oh Because nice. there's no NFL today. Um, by the way, I was at Pretzel Bell last night. Chase Winovich and John Runyon were there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just ripping How's, shots. What's Chase look like when not without the long hair? He, I honestly didn't recognize him at first. Like <laughs> we were like, "Who's that?" And then I realized it was Chase Winovich. So, yeah. Props um, to you for staying out. Jeez. It was tough. It was a tough day. It's a marathon. <laughs> it was a marathon. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. Jack Holmes last weekend, so I had to go hard, you know. I had to, dude. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you all. We'll see you guys uh, later this week. But um, if we, uh, if you don't hear from us, um, well, if we don't hear from you, I don't know. I don't know. Really Give me a call back on my personal line. <laughs> we were trying to reach you for your car's extended warranty. <laughs> um, we'll see you at the tailgate on Saturday. So. We appreciate you. You can follow us at BlueBy90 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at BlueBy90 Podcast on YouTube, and BlueBy90.com. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue.